Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show. Hayley Ellis is here. Good morning. Morning, how are you? I'm really good, thanks. How are you? Pretty good. Nearly ran over a squirrel on the way in. Oh, you can't be doing that. Well, I didn't. So I said nearly. Did you? What, what did you do, swerve? I did. And I mean, I nearly killed myself saving the squirrel. Was it a red one, though? Because it would have been worth it. Like if you saved yourself. <laughs> oh, yes, on a on an ecological uh, level. Um, no, it was just it was your it was your grey one. It was your grey one because the the red ones are the they're the good ones. Yeah, they? yeah. So uh, no, it was a grey one. But it was weird. You know, there's a moment sometimes of animals where they just look human. Oh, you know, there's sort of just something about them that they do that's really human-like. Yeah. There was a moment where he ran in the road. I'm coming. I'm coming. Right. I'm. 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 I'm going forty, but that's still that's still too fast to stop quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, so I'm on the, the the little sort of bypass near me. So I'm doing forty, forty-four. You know, because I believe that ten percent rule. Somebody <laughs> told me once. And um, and I'm going for, and I can see him in the road, like in the distance. I'm like, oh, move, move. Like willing it to move, and I'm sort of like, do a do a swerve, do a, and there's a moment where he sort of he come left, then he went right, then he the, I could see he just went, forget it, oh. like I could see he just gave up on life. He went, forget it. Did he turn into like the cat from Shrek? You know, they have the big eyes. Yeah, he was looking <laughs> right at the car. Oh no! I don't know what noises squirrels make, but I think he went ah. <laughs> and uh, luckily we missed each other. Because uh, that would have ruined my day. Yeah. I mean, it would have ruined his more, but it would have <laughs> ruined my... I, even when I see roadkill, I it, I try not to look at it because every time... My wife laughs now because every time I see anything like that, I do actually... I get a shiver. I actually go... Ugh. It is horrible. Oh, I hate it. Can you imagine that that squirrel's life just flashing before his eyes? What, what was... Like, just, just Mostly nuts. nuts. <laughs> Mostly nuts. And then, and, then he'd be, and then also he'd be slightly disappointed. Is that all I did with my life? Collect nuts and hide them. <laughs> Is that all I did? I must be. Just imagine just like, yeah, like a really just depressed squirrel looking back at his life. So much more. I could have done so much more. One of my favourite videos last week actually was um, somebody somebody had put uh, some mum had put oil on the bird feeder. You know, on the on the. On oh, the, I seen that. Yeah, they just kept running up and then fall and then like falling down like a fireman's pole. Oh my god! It was great. It was. I watched that a couple of hundred Probably, times. Probably yeah. I reckon I wasted a good two hours. <laughs> I love that. Should have been prepping for the show, just watching ah, a squirrel sliding right. down a pole. It's fine. I should have been watching my kids. <laughs> ah, fine. Meanwhile, your kids just sliding down the banister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I was in uh, Liverpool last night. Yes, you were. I had a gig there. What, where were you? Liverpool as well. You were over in Liverpool as well. Because yeah. I live there. Well, yeah, of course. You can't help it. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a very odd night. Very odd night after there. Because obviously they were really geared up for the football. And yeah. Then, and then that didn't happen for them. And... Uh, it was kind of weird because afterwards it was it was just a lot of a lot of people just wandering around like with nothing to do because obviously there was a moment where they were like oh and then we'll do that and then we'll do that <laughs> then we'll go out and we'll do that and then we'll and then they were like just, just, just so when on. you walked out was it just really eerie yeah it was kind of it gone from there was a real excitement in the city to just a bit like that squirrel actually <laughs> <laughs> forget it. Um, now, what was I going to talk about? Oh, it's gone. <laughs> getting to that age now, because so it was your birthday it. yesterday, wasn't it? I know, getting old. So 37. Things. I spent most of my day trying not to be annoyed by people on Twitter saying, 37? That was happening, that was happening a lot. 
I seen that. You get that a lot, don't you? I think you look Dude, very good. I think I look exactly my age. Yeah, in I think this I look life. exactly my age. Yeah, I've got a lot of children and I work a lot. You do, but still, I feel I've actually started moisturising. <laughs> Only since I've started watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Or Queer Eyes, it's because it's been rebranded. I love it so much. It's great. It's I wish it'd sort my life out. Yeah, I could do with a little, little sort of Queer Eye look. Just, a, just, just, a, just cast a Queer Eye over my life. That's Get them all to I come in. To do. And like, what do you think they do? What do you think they do in your house? Me, I mean, the house is fine actually. Yeah. So the Bobby's. I don't need Bobby. Um, but I could do with I could do with Tan to just go from a wardrobe. Yeah, that needs sorting. Hang on, how do you know that? Um, <laughs> I'm just guessing. Yeah, I could do with that. Um, and then Jonathan, I could just do with. Uh, by the way, Queer Eyes on Netflix. It's, it's like eight episodes. Season two coming uh, soon. And actually, I have just interviewed the the cast, and, I, and we will be uh, playing that in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, there's definitely. A, I could just. I could do with the Jonathan guy just to go over my face and go right. Put that on. Do that. Do this. Do that. Give you a bit of beard oil. Well, I, I do use a bit of beard oil, not as yeah. much as Thierry Henry, of course, <laughs> with his uh, disco beard uh, <laughs> on the telly, shining and glistening in the light. Uh, no, I think I just... Uh, it, the problem with Twitter and Facebook occasionally is everyone reckons they're hilarious, right? Mm. And then they'll do a joke. But what... I guess what you don't understand... That sounds patronising, but what, what people don't always get is when you do your joke to, to off the the back of something, for example, oh, it's my birthday today, you know, 37, thanks for all your nice messages. And then somebody goes, 37? Well, I get that 250 times. <laughs> I get 250 people all thinking they're the only ones doing a joke. So after a while, and yeah. sometimes what can happen is, especially if you're a bit tired, like yeah, you snap at one person, they're like, all right, mate. And obviously they don't, they're getting it in the neck for 250 yeah. other people. You go so, for Michael Douglas on falling down. Yeah, like, that's yes, exactly. Yeah, I uh, yeah. So I just got to that point yesterday where I was like, I'm gonna have to turn this off. I don't. I I, I even said to one person, show me a picture of somebody you reckon looks 37. Did they send you one? No, <laughs> no, they did not. So I I, I stand by it. I st- absolutely stand by it. I, I mean, my hair is brown. There's, there's, um, you know, no there's no salt there. and pepper. Yeah, no, no. Um, I've got a couple of greys, but they're not on my head. So I'm sort of fine. I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> meant, just about to have me breakfast. Just meant my chest. <laughs> that's all. I'm my chest. Well, I don't know what you thought. Um, yeah, so, but 37. Yeah. I'm sort of, I'm, the thing is with me, I'm not bothered about getting older. I'm not bothered about my age. I'm not particularly uh, vain, but social media is making me vain mm. because I'm starting to, like, I start, every time I'm on telly now, I'm like, do I look? Do I look fat? Like I'm looking in the, you know, I'm just my chin on the. I'm checking everything all the time because I know people on social media are like on it. You get a lot of lookalikes as well, don't you? Because when your vision oh was on, God. you had. I, I think. I oh yeah, sang for Moldova. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone with a beard? Anyone? Just cute. overweight white guys with dark hair trying to go a beard. Looks like Jason Mafford every single time. It's you this lad. It's you. Every single time. Fat Michael Owen, guy from Plusnet, <laughs> singing for Moldova. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Flattery all day, isn't it? It's just ridiculous. I mean, some people just send me pictures. Oh, this bloke in the cafe looks a bit like you. Send me a picture. I go, well, he doesn't, mate. He's got one eye. Leave him alone. He's eating his breakfast. Just leave him alone, mate. I know. It does happen quite a lot, yeah. Um, I get Probably every week somebody sends me a message to tell me that they uh, know somebody who looks like me. And then they send me the picture. And I've got to tell you, it's yet to have been a compliment. Jason. Manford. 
Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I don't know how to end the song. Just do this. Fine. <laughs> wobble, Nobody, like a the, wobble board. Wobble, yeah, exactly, yeah. I was, I was just about to mention a famous wobble board and then I was not. like, actually, I don't think I will. <laughs> My brain was like, no. <laughs> Move on. It's just like, you know, in in those films where um, they're doing something like the American films and they're doing, was it called Redacted? You know, you know when you yeah. get a piece of paper and they've taken, they've put a like, black line through uh, loads of words you're yes. not allowed to see. <laughs> Redact- My brain just went, Redacted. Yeah. I was like, wobble board. My brain, wobble board? Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. 8, 12, 15 on the text. I realised I'm not actually, I was looking at the phones thinking, nobody's texting. Oh, it's because I'm not actually asked you to. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Is the text this morning. If you are up and about, it'd be lovely to hear from you as always. Deb's as uh, message to say, um, Morning, Jace. Alexa was apparently booby-trapped by my son to be at volume 10 this morning. I mean, I like you, but not volume 10 at 8am. Ooh, Alexa. Alexa's on one sometimes, isn't she? She oh, should she, just reset. She, do you know what? She really winds me up, Alexa. Mm. It's on her terms all the time when she speaks to you. I'm sick of it. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm You've just actually fallen out yeah. with Alexa. <laughs> no, I have. In what way, her terms? Because sometimes I'll, she answers the stuff she wants to answer. Yeah. Right, so sometimes I'll ask her a question, she's on it straight away. Oh, sorry. I was, uh, bang the microphone with my glass of water. That's like, classy. Like I've never done radio before. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Yeah, that's how Alexa drinks her water. Keep thinking of that squirrel. Sorry, <laughs> sorry go Don't on. Think about sorry it to interrupt like your story there. It's not a story. <laughs> so what, what, what is um, Alexa not doing for you as, as that she should be doing? A, a role, basically. That's what she's not Know doing. your she's role, not, Alexa! She's not fulfilling the robot role in my house. Because right. sometimes she'll ans- she answers stuff, right, that she wants to answer. And then sometimes you ask her a question, she'll be like, oh, Alexa does not understand. And I'm like, I just asked you what it's like outside. I could look out my window, Alexa, can't be bothered, so you need to tell me. I think my Alexa's got lazy. Yeah, she has. I think she's got lazy. I don't, t- I don't think I fulfil her. <laughs> to be honest, that's what's happened. I mean, that happens to me a lot. To be well, yeah. I've said that phrase a few times. It's not always been about a computer. And um, <clears throat> but yesterday, like we had, um, we had a little party. It was my birthday yesterday, and uh, thanks, thanks, guys. Happy birthday! I've said happy. No, birthday. No, you did, yeah, yeah. But I mean, not one, not one text not has one. said happy birthday for yesterday. But do you know what? Fine, I get it. I understand how it works. Um, not we even had off Domino's, party. not even off Domino's, have they texted? No, because my uh, birthday fell after the GDPR deadline. Oh, <laughs> that's heartbreaking. So I didn't even wake up to 40 emails from companies <laughs> I'd never heard of saying, happy birthday, why don't you come back for us? No, nothing. I didn't get oh, a thing. It was just tumbleweed. <laughs> nothing. Not one email from any company. It's like having your birthday in a leap year, that. What it was, that's what it felt like. The day after. What a weird week of email activity it was. It is, but... Yesterday. Yeah. Do you know what? I miss Up them. yesterday. I miss the emails that I get. Do you already? Yeah. We'll go back through them and say, uh, uh, and join you. I, I agree. Yeah. Opt in. Opt in back to Labbrooks. It was getting to a point where I thought, this is backfired, isn't it? I've never had so many unsolicited emails in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nothing. Just tumbleweed in your inbox. Oh. Um, but no, Alexa. I asked Alexa. I was like, Alexa, play, um, uh, you know, play a party. You know, I actually, one point, I went... Play a party mega mix. Oh. <laughs> Who the hell am I? Jive Bunny? <laughs> Come on, everybody. Yeah, my, my brother looked at me and went, mega mix? I was like, yep, yeah, that's what I'm asking for. That's how you know you're a proper I'm dad. I'm after a mega mix. And it just wouldn't, she just wouldn't do it. She I just, don't blame her for that well, one. Well, no, to be fair, yeah, that's, yeah. that's quite right. She was, <laughs> she was right to ignore my request on that occasion. Uh, but I could, just couldn't, I can't get her right. To be fair, she's, she's underused, my Alexa. Mm. It's mostly the kids asking her to fart. 
Oh, does she fart? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, she does oh, all well, sorts of... And, and lots of different... Types she's of... not got one. She's like very much like us. Depends what she's had. <laughs> depends what she's, she's eating in yeah. the day. Imagine if they don't smell low, do they? No, it's, she's not that good. <laughs> That'd be weird, wouldn't it? That's it. Oh, look, at Google's ears pricking up. Oh, that, 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 we'll oh, have that. Let's do that. Smell, <laughs> smell a vision. No, she's, uh, no, she can do that. And they do, and she does like a little jokes and stuff yeah. like that. So they get her to do all that sort of stuff. So I think she's just annoyed now. Mine often just says, maybe I, need to, I probably should Google this. But sometimes she goes, oh, you're not registered to listen to this song. I'm like, what? That can't be right. I, I thought you've got every song. Stop asking for the mega mix. She doesn't That's want to play it, is, does yeah. she? She's just the sound of Alexa wretched. I'm Alexa, not Jive Bunny. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for all your texts coming in. Lots of happy birthday ones now, to be fair. Now Thanks. you've shouted now I've Now I've begged you for it. I've sold myself there. Uh, thanks very much. 8 12 15 is the text this morning. Uh, hi, Jason. I'm Chris, and I'm on my way to open screw fix in Sutton Coalfield. What a job. That's what he's doing. Well, like, like cutting the ribbon to open it? or like Maybe. Hmm. Maybe he's the mayor of Sutton Coalfield. <laughs> Uh, let's hope he's brought the keys because uh, it'd be really annoying if you get there and you're like, oh, if only I was in there. I've got all the tools to get it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, did you read about, talking of uh, hardware shops, did you read that this week? Um, Homebase was sold for £1. What? I know. Can you imagine? What? what you, the whole of Homebase? Yeah. The whole of... Yeah, and not accidentally, not just like the, they were like, oh my God, I just rang it through. <laughs> 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 I mean, like it was a business deal. It wrong sticker, like, what you ju- oh, I only came in for a screwdriver. I've just, I've just bought the whole of debt-ridden home base. <laughs> debt-ridden. Um, yeah, well, I imagine that was the reason. Apparently, they were bought for like three hundred and forty-six million not that long ago, and then they've just sold for a pound. I could have bought that. We could have all. We could have chipped in chipped and got it in. between us. Fifty p each. <laughs> I know. It's but it, then you do automatically take on their debt, so you know. Well. I think that's the reason. Yeah, they needed they needed turning round. So we could have t- we could have updated it. What they should have done what? was because I tell you who is going strong, Wix, and they I used like to sponsor they used to sponsor my show. I'm not saying it's me, but <laughs> I'm looking at the difference to, between those two DIY stores, and the main difference seems to be that for a while, one of them did sponsor yeah. this show and the other one didn't. So I often went into Wix and thought of you. Yeah, yeah. Is that what? <laughs> and a bottle of shovel. I don't know. Um. Sue and uh, Sue and Craig. Uh, they said, "Morning, Jason. We're up early on our way to the airport, but they don't tell us any more information. We don't know where they're going. Maybe they're plane spotters. Yeah. Maybe they just work at the Costa. We don't know anything more. Because if they were going on holiday, they'd brag. You yeah, know what it's like when you work true. with people going yeah. to Spain two weeks. Yeah, I know. And people, when you get back off holiday and you and you know, like, oh, where have you been? Oh, I've been to Spain. How oh, is it like? They go, well, it's been lovely here. I hate that. <laughs> lovely. It's been lovely here. Oh, has it? Oh, really? What, you mean I paid for sunshine? You got it for free? <laughs> Livid. I want it to have rained every day. Yeah. Torrential rain. That's what I want to see. Uh, finished nights, going to eat a carry-out of sausage, bacon and hash browns, then going to church, followed by bed. Dream day. What a day. What a day. Just worship yourself. Worship our Lord. <laughs> Go back to bed. Worship some bacon. <laughs> That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing this morning. I've got to tell you, I um, in my little party thing yesterday, there was a thing that we played called Bean... Oh, crack, it's gone out of my head now. It's, it was a, a jelly bean game where right. you get either or. I can't remember what it's called. So you Joel pick the flavours out? You, you don't pick a flavour, you just pick a coloured bean. 
Right. You could pick a coloured bean and, you know, you've got blue and you go, right, well, this one is either uh, chocolate or dog food. Uh, or uh, maybe it's, uh, that's it, bean jelly bean bamboozled or bean boozled. Right, someone bought it was yes, for, for my birthday. And it was sort of one of those things I was a bit like, that's not, that doesn't look fun. It was brilliant. It was great fun. Because they do actually taste like... They, or, t- they yeah. taste exactly like it. And uh, my nana, my, I've tried to play it with my nana, it's 94. Oh, poor nana. I know, but she was joining in. Nana, that one is either banana or vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, when you're 94... Banana and vomit taste the same. You used to eat coal. This is fine. They're not bothered. She was like, which one was it? No, no. She went, I think it was vomit. Not even bothered. <laughs> Just carried on. But the thing that did annoy me, my, my uncle Johnny was there. My uncle Johnny is a pastor in a church. Hmm. He's his own church in, um, in in Earlham in Manchester. Lovely man. Very, very nice man. Man of the cloth, you know, very religious. And uh, played it with, it with him. And every time he got a bean, he, he had a little look up to heaven. Oh, he, had a little, he went, I'm just going to have a little pray. I went, no, 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 no. You can't, that's cheating. You can't ask the Lord's help. That's not what he's there for. No. To make sure that your bean is banana and not vomit. <laughs> what do my prayers aren't getting answered? He's too busy answering what you know flavour what I mean? the beans are. I was livid with him and the Lord. <laughs> because every one of them was bang on the money. Oh, you're joking. I couldn't believe it. Oh. I could not believe it. What a misuse of faith. That's terrible, that. Oh, so annoyed. So annoyed about it. I might ask the Lord in the pub quiz next. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think it's because he's done because he's there every week. Yeah, he's mates with him. Isn't he? he gets in, doesn't he? Yeah. We well, can't just turn up and like, hi, mate. Can I? Can't even get a WhatsApp group with him. Yeah, he's a bit like, well, where have you been all my life? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, don't know. I just need you now to make sure that I, I don't eat this dog poo one. <laughs> Matters. I'll tell you what I was trying to do then. I was trying to do a bit of flossing. Oh. Yeah, I was trying to floss to that. I can't do it properly. I can only do it one way. No, you way. can't, because uh, you're over a certain age. and that's You can't do it after a while. Yeah, you can. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, how old? Uh, what's the age limit? What's the age cut off for flossing? I think about 20, 24. No. Mm-hmm. Right, if you're over 24, send us a video of yourself. Nobody. Flossing. Okay, I mean, send it to Hayley. Actually, uh, if you're over 24, you think it's to do with teeth. You don't know that it's a dance move. Yeah, well, that's the problem. When yeah. my, my kids are doing it, they're... they're they're on it. We did it. We do it. We were doing it a lot yesterday at our little party. The jive bunny mega mix. <laughs> yes, with mouthful of dog food jelly beans. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird. It's just a. I'm just getting to that age now where things are happening that become massively popular, mm. and I don't know about them. It's that, like the macarena of our generation, isn't it? The flossing. Yeah, but with the macarena, like nanas did it and mums did. Like this is very much kids are doing it. Um, you know, we were doing YMCA, but um, to GDPR. That's what we were doing. <laughs> That's what we were doing. It's fun to say GDPR. We were doing that all week. Uh, yeah, that's a new thing. That's what they're at. The kids flossing. It's like a, I think there's about six moves. I counted. Sort of out to that side, hips to that side. Uh, what's the point? It's a radio. Go on, do Why it. Am I even telling you? <laughs> Just do it. Why am I trying to describe a dance move on the radio? So it's, it's a new absolute radio low. I apologise. <laughs> You, you, you had to go, that's the main thing. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, lots of uh, uh, lots of text now, uh, 8, 12, 15 uh, on the text. Dave says, what if Alexa developed an attitude like Holly in Red Dwarf? That'd be good, That'd be gr- I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't. If you were like, because what if it had a different taste in music to you as well? <laughs> You're like, Alexa, play Neil Diamond. It was like, I don't think so, mate. I don't no way. Think so. <laughs> Not a chance. Also, I apologise for all people's Alexas now who are playing... 
uh, some sort Neil of Diamond. Neil Diamond song. Uh, hello, I've got a leap year birthday, Jace. Uh, so I just celebrate on the 28th and the 1st. That's oh, Maria, double bit so like the Queen. That's what she's gone for there. I've, I've, I've had a bit of a birthday weekend, I've got to say. It's been all right, but I've been working, so. Yeah. Um, I wasn't half expecting when I went out on stage last night. To, for, I don't know why, but just for the audience to... Sing happy birthday. Sing happy birthday. Just <laughs> Do you expect a cake? It's not Frankie and Benny's, you know, did it's actually a gig. Get, did actually get a cake, yeah. Did I know, you? you're quite right. But that I know. But when I go to Frankie and Benny's, I, I don't even think they know when my birthday is because I just every time we go in, I say it's one of ours. So you get free, just, oh, you get free, get free cake. cake. You've got that many kids, though. You'd like one a cake a week, isn't it? Yeah, and genuinely, it's, it's often true that it is one of their... <laughs> I've got 365 children, so it is it. <laughs> I've covered it. Covered it. Uh, Phil in Basingstoke. Uh, loved Mrs Brown's last night, Jace. Your mother is a liability, but fab with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last night I was on uh, Mrs Brown Boys, all round to Mrs Brown, uh, which I filmed a little while back, and I was on with my mum. And my mum's been, like, talking about coming on telly with us for a bit. She's always like, she's like, well, Romesh has his mum on. <laughs> and look at Russell. Hey, I watched Russell Howard the other day. He's doing oh, a yeah. thing with his mum, like she keeps bringing it up. So if the other comics who are doing stuff with their parents can kindly... Pack it in and just be funny by yourself like we used to in the olden days, uh, then that'd be great. Stop milking your parents for laughs, please. Oh, and Russell and Ramesh, their parents go like abroad with them, so your mum's well after That's exactly what she's after. Yeah. But the thing is, like, Ramesh goes back to, you know, I don't, I don't know where his mum's from, but where, wherever it is that they, they go back to, that sort of makes sense. My mum's from Salford. That is not a programme in the making. So we had, we did that. Anyway, she absolutely mortified me. Um, I think I'll try and find the clip for you um, and I'll try and edit it into a way that I can play it before 9am on the radio. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now I'm thinking about doing a TV show with my mum where we go back to Salford. That'd be, it would be great. Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, don't know. Yeah, you could visit like. It's old... not interesting, though, is it? Like, what are you going to do? Old haunts. Here we are at Old Hospital. <laughs> uh, this lad here, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's got a finger off robbing a bike. Like what? <laughs> like what? I don't Got to think be in bargains next. Yeah, man, some local. <laughs> going to try some local delicacies here. Uh, this is a, this is a chip balm. <laughs> oh, don't start that one. Oh, don't start the. Don't break. start the chip balm. Someone they? heckled me the other night when I was talking about. The difference is like between breakfast, dinner and tea or breakfast, lunch and dinner. Somebody went, we have balms here. I went, no. Shut that down. We ain't doing that, mate. No. We ain't got time for what you call bread in your town. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, it's too much of a debate. It is. It's that is. Of, it's bigger than Brexit. It is. That's how big. Brexit. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Brexit. <laughs> People go, a fuming. Yeah, really yeah. angry. It can't be, mate. That's a cake. Oh, stop it. Stop it. They should do a big vote on that and then we decide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I'd do. I'd be up for that. I'd yeah. be up for that. Um, yeah, maybe go back to Salford with my mum. <laughs> no, that is a TV show you will never see. I remember a few years ago, I, I went. I was at Wimbledon. I took my mum to Wimbledon, and uh, the people who um, were doing my DVD had a had a corporate sort of thing there. So I went along. Mm. Why wouldn't I? And um, I left my mum at this table. I went to watch, you know, some tennis, and mum was uh, sat at this ten- this table with a load of people from some production company, some TV production company, and they were chatting away. She gets on with anyone, my mum. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter who you are. She will be your mate by in 10 minutes. And um, I left her about a couple of hours, went to watch tennis, hanging around with a couple of mates. Got back. They're all at the table, like getting on it, like proper hammered. And then about a week later, my agent rang me. She said, I've got an email here. Uh, 
from this production company. I said, all right, what is it? She went, they've got a pitch. It's called At Home with the Manfords. <laughs> She'd pitched them a full idea of a new TV show. <laughs> That's amazing. And they were like, sounds good. Like with the new Osbournes. <laughs> Shannon! Shannon! After 10 tequilas, it's all you guys, right? Oh, no. <laughs> that, that this My family, let me tell you now, can never be on the telly. Even when... On one occasion, they uh, what what's that show called where they go back through the genealogy of your um, who do you, uh, think, who you, do you think you are? That come up once. I said, Nah, mate, <laughs> I am not scratching that itch. <laughs> Be able to show it. Redacted, redacted. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We're just discussing. Uh, we've got sort of Andrew Marr on the background, just just no sound, obviously, just in the background on the telly. And uh, one of the women on there looks like she's got Adidas tracksuit bottoms on. It's worse. It's two stripe. Yeah, it's like a knockoff yeah. copy. I think my theory is that she's for. Oh, it's a news program. They won't show me legs. Yeah. So she's gone cash below, but like glamorous on top. I'm surprised she's not in pajamas. <laughs> it's really odd. I she's mean, it's just a pair of black. Pants with two white stripes down the side, but it's so close. I I reckon she's quite posh. She looks quite posh. Yeah, she does. And I think she doesn't realise what the rest of us are wearing in the real world. She doesn't realise that we can get them from the market. I mean, two stripes. She's probably got Uggs on, or Pugs on. Remember Pugs? Yeah, like the imitation Uggs. Oh, I see, not real ones. Yeah. When I was a kid, I remember getting a pair of um, trainers that were like knockoff two stripe. I know. And I remember drawing a third strike. You never. I did, yeah. Get lost. Damn right, I did. When you when you grew up on my road, that was <laughs> a, a, one line of Tipex was the difference between you getting a smack in the face. That could be on your documentary, you know, like at home in the Manford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember the days, Jason, when you drew a tick on your t-shirt. Good times. It was good times. I remember those times. We used to get picked on for being the poorest on a road full of poor people. <laughs> I never got it. Even as a kid, I was like, what? Aren't we all poor? Yeah, but you're poorer. Yeah, you've got one stripe. You're all right, mate. You haven't got a proper trainers or a telly. And you've got a dad. That winds us up. Just to annoy them. Just to annoy them. Um, 8.12.15 on the text this morning. If you're up and about, it'd be nice to hear from you. Uh, talking at home with the Manfords, a show that will never be seen. Never be seen. This would be the title if it was, though. A Manford All Seasons. Oh, that's great. I know, right? I know, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. One day I'm going to call the show that, but I've just not got around to it. Um, but yeah, it's not going to happen. But last night was my mum's televisual debut. Yes. And uh, although she was in the audience in uh, uh, Top of the Pops once. Dancing? Dancing, yeah. Uh, I, do you know what? I used, that used to be my favourite thing about Top of the Pops was watching yeah. the people dance. Yeah, she used to... She, I, don't, I think she, she got near... She, she, before it, it was a thing, yeah. I think she was flossing. It wasn't flossing. I think it was trying to get a bum away from the presenter's hands. <laughs> uh, redacted. Uh, redacted. Um, so uh, I went on Mrs Brown Boys last night. Mrs Brown's Boys uh, last night and uh, plugged the tour, have a little chat about uh, what would your kid do and stuff like that. And you go on with your mum. I was on with Freddie Flintoff and his lovely mum. And then my mum was like, oh, yeah, that'll be good. And she said, um, she, she was like, oh, they want me to tell a couple of stories about when you were a kid. I said, well, just, mum, bear it in mind. It's BBC One. It's a certain, you know, channel at a certain time. I know it's late on, you know, it's, you know, quarter past nine, but it's still just after the watershed. So keep it clean. There's loads of great, lovely, sweet stories, sweet, beautiful stories. And... Pick any of them. 
I said, pick absolutely any of them. Just bear in mind, you know, I've got a certain image, you know what I mean? I was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I was, uh, you know, I present a show with children in it, you know. Like, I mean, I've got a certain image that I like to try and keep up. This was the story she decided to tell 8.4 million people on BBC One last night. Uh, uh, Sharon, Jason, we all know he's so funny. Was he a cheeky kid? It was quite cheeky. Was he? When he was about three-ish and I was pregnant with a second and we weren't married and we was living in a Catholic association. <laughs> okay. So you, you were state. living in sin? We were definitely living in sin. Oh, lovely. Then the priest, Father Austin, knocked on and he saw the belly. Oh, God. Saw Jason, <laughs> saw Jason running around, but he was being a bit in the way, so I said, right, go and play. In, you know, in Off you go, upstairs, go, go play. Yeah, yes, yes. And um, I was only 19. <laughs> I was only 17 having this one. Oh, wow. Well, by Manchester standards, back the late starter. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just chatting and he said, which parish did you get married in? And my husband's an atheist and I was like, looking at him, do not say anything. And I was like, Father, I've not been married. And he said, right. He looked at my husband and said, six weeks, I'm going to train you. But if you were pregnant and you already had a child, your husband needed a very little <laughs> <good> training. <laughs> But then Jason, all of a sudden, walked in and I could hear this buzzing sign yeah. and the priest was sat there. Oh, my God. He was oh going, no. oh, I found Mummy's robot out of the I mean... That's your mum. That's my mother. That is my... Abs- that's my own mother. That's in your head now forever. Can't get rid of that. I mean... In my, even though I was only three, I do have an image of me like, <laughs> like flying around the living room with it, doing a lightsaber. Oh God! Oh, How wrong is that? That is, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Nobody wants to think about that. I mean, obviously, I've got brothers and sisters, so I know something went on. <laughs> you don't want to hear about it, do you? Oh, I mean, like I said, we didn't have a telly. <laughs> so. Can't blame her, really. Oh God! Well, I, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, on the telly. <laughs> I come off stage. I come off stage last night, and I, I I looked at my phone. I had three or four messages off like mates and other comics. I had about two hundred messages on Twitter and about four hundred on Facebook. I just turned my phone off. <laughs> I thought I'm not dealing with that this morning. Embarrassing parents. I, I reckon you can top it. Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. That was a well-timed belch, wasn't it, before the before the mics went up? (laughs) It was a good one. Well, actually, what happened was I didn't realise because I got my headphones on. I did a a burp, but it was obviously quite loud. And then both of you two looked at me, and I I was like, "Oh yeah, they can hear." It's like one of those ones when you're on the the bus and stuff. You got your headphones in, don't realise that people can hear everything. Oh no, I got away with that. That's fine. No, I didn't. Was looking at me. Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. We are talking embarrassing parents. Yes. That moment where your parents have just like dropped you in it, said something, left you mortified. After my mother's uh, certain story last night. Don't repeat the, uh, it. Oh, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm booked in for counselling straight after the show. Eight twelve fifteen on the text. Or if you want to uh, tell me about it, uh, come on the phone. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen. It'd be lovely to hear from you. Are your parents embarrassing? Or are they all right? She, well, she's not. I mean, no, not really. She's not embarrassing, but I just mm. don't think she likes me very much. My mum. Oh yeah. Well, so, I can see that. 
<laughs> why? No, why? she does. She does. Do you know when I go home, I haven't seen her for a bit, right? I love my mum dearly, but when I go yeah. home, I haven't seen her for a bit. She'll mm. open the door, she'll be like, how long are you staying for? Do you know what oh, I mean? wow. That sort of That's thing. Harsh. Don't eat all the crisps. Got a multi-pack? What well, maybe you've got a bit of previous. <laughs> yeah, I have, with crisps. <laughs> like, I've got a minute. Straight through them. And then my mum's a bit like that. She she hates you eating anything, and then she hates you not eating anything. She's, you, you can't ever get the happy medium with my mum. Yeah. I remember f- growing up, it was always like, you would, like she'd buy some fancy chocolate biscuits. Um, or some rich tea or whatever. So if it was fancy chocolate biscuits, obviously they would go in about five seconds because mm. we would just we'd nail them, absolutely nail them. And they'd all go, she'd go, right, that's it, I'm not getting these again. <laughs> and then she'd buy some rich teas or custard creams or something that we didn't really like. And then we'd leave them and they'd just, they would just sit there. for. She'd be like, right, well, I'm not getting these again. You're like, well, uh, what is the happy medium of yeah. when these biscuits get et? See, my mum's really healthy. She only ever, like, like, growing up, we weren't like, like she'd have just, I'd have pop on special occasions, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, it was yeah. a fine wine. One of, <laughs> yes. Could I interest madam in some Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Couldn't have friends around my house. What were you eating? Just brown bread. Oh, that they got you battered on Yeah, exactly, yeah. You've got to have pop, haven't you? <laughs> got to have a bit of popping. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So, I mean, obviously it doesn't help that my mum is merely 17 years older than me. She looks great, your mum. She And she's looking good. Yeah. She's looking good. She's, you know, she's a personal trainer. She's like, you know, she's fit. She's healthy. She looks, she's always looked young. And I'm looking a bit older. We're gradually getting to a point. I mean, 200 messages last night, just people saying, that, that looks like your sister, not your mum. Great, thanks. Was one of them off your mum? <laughs> Most of them were just different accounts that my mum would set up. <laughs> Your mum looks great. Yes. Hashtag own show. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that. Um, so this uh, this morning we're talking about uh, embarrassing parents. The moments your parents have just left you absolutely mortified. Eight twelve fifteen on the text, or give me a call. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. After my mother's uh, revelations on Mrs Brown's boys last night. Never again. Not ever again. That will not be happening. Uh, let's have a look. Simon in Chester. When I was a kid, uh, we used to go to the Panto at Christmas. My dad would laugh so loud. And so deep, people would actually turn around to look at him. There's all my dad's got that clap. Oh, the like loud a, clap! Yeah. The loud clap, but also it's almost like his his hands are open. You know, like when I clap, they're like two flat coming together. But he claps open, so it sort of like creates an echo of like. It's weird. I, I need doing it. this fella's. Is it his mum? Mm. Yeah, and your dad to come my comedy shows. Yeah, that, that only would help. Just two people. Yeah. <laughs> It was amazing tonight. It was like 400 people in. <laughs> two dads. Um, this is from Emma in Warwick. After my dad walked me down the aisle to marry my gorgeous husband, Stephen, everyone sat down looking at my fiancé and I about to tie the knot. And my dad very loudly said, you can see your knickers through that dress, Em. I've never oh. cringed so much in my life. Dad. Dad, keep your mouth shut. Dad. And that's exactly, that's this whole section just called, Dad. <laughs> Mom. Uh, the Martins have rang uh, or texted in this morning. Uh, hi, Jason. How's Martin? I think, well, I don't know where they are. Uh, hi, Jason. Here's one for you. Always love a story that starts like that. My now husband was helping my dad move his and my mum's wardrobe about 10 years ago. My husband was about 16 at the time. And a large adult toy fell off onto the floor. My dad's reaction, who put that there? What else could he do? Uh, let's just say, my husband was a very embarrassed 17-year-old lad. The story does keep coming up, though, every time the wine uh, flows at family meals. I'll tell you who put that there, Sharon Manford. <laughs> she did not. 
She did not. When my mum was talking about uh, a toy, it was kaplunk. That's what they were. <laughs> that's what they were. That's what they were playing. They were just playing mousetrap. That's all it was. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> hey, right, stop it now. Now all now all games sound dirty as they well. They do, don't they? I mean, I picked the two worst ones there. You did kaplunk, kaplunk, and mousetrap. <laughs> when talking about adult toys, this has gone weird. Yeah. Let's move on. I don't frustration. Stretch. <laughs> They all sound weird now. I've said it. Stretch Armstrong. Oh no, I'm not. I don't. I'm not enjoying this game. This is no, not. Let's play this. No, let's not. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this game at all. Oh, they all sound just a little bit odd. Yeah. Oh. I'm trying to think of uh, children's games now. Well, let's not spoil this for the other Future people. Generations. Yeah. Let's not do this. Jason. Absolute Radio. You know when you're working with comedians, when we both have sat here for uh, three and a half minutes of George Ezra, just thinking about inappropriate board games of, and how we can turn them into uh, a weird double entendre. Swing ball? Yeah, I mean, there you go. There you go. Any of the games from, from when we were growing up now feel weird when, you say, when we put them in this context. Yeah. There's quite a lot of them. I was having... I mean, I've got to say, I don't think you're going to beat frustration. No, that was the best one. <laughs> that be does fair. feel pretty good, to be honest. Although I was thinking Cluedo, that could work. Cluedo. Yeah, I think it was Mrs. Manford in the bedroom with the robot. You <laughs> 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 have to. It's a bit of extra extra work on that one. Snakes that, and ladders. Yeah, that's kind of worked. Guess who? <laughs> yeah. The daddies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our version. Crikey, let's let's move on. Uh, we're talking about uh, embarrassing parent stories. Oh, there's some absolute crackers coming in this morning. Trev has messaged. Good morning, folks. Uh, years ago, my mum and me stayed at my nan's in North London on a short holiday. I was about nine years old at the time, and we went on the tube to go to London Zoo. Suddenly, my mum stood up and slapped a complete stranger sitting opposite over the back of his hand. I said, Mum, what are you doing? She said, he was biting his nails and I couldn't bear to watch it anymore. The poor bloke was astonished. I've just come out of nowhere. I'll be honest, I was expecting worse than that from the London Tube. Well, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> true. The fact that she... He's just happy that she made eye contact. <laughs> wow. I was happy she spoke to him. That's unbelievable. Mum. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely one of them moments. Uh, Ali from uh, Chillingston. My mum got really drunk at a family friend's house. I found her lying on the floor outside in a Technicolor furry coat and hot pink tutu. Technicolor furry coat. Technicolor furry coat. It's a great name for a musical. I love that. Adam in Middlesbrough. I'd been to watch the NFL at Wembley, uh, Wembley uh, with my parents, and when I got separated from them on the way back on the train, they got the police to reunite us. I was 30 years old. Oh, can you imagine? That is cringe. I've lost my son. I've lost my son. <laughs> he's got a mortgage. He's at work. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. I see a lot of people are joining in our uh, rude board, ga- board game game. <laughs> it's happening a lot. Uh, so far for adult board games in the bedroom we've and we've not said twister yet i mean that is already a bit yeah can be turned um literally uh (laughs) so what have we had so far frustration swing ball swing ball that's just weird that one (laughs) guess who the daddies guess who Um, the daddies (laughs) snakes and ladders katie in sutton golf coalfield says uh buckaroo 
I mean, oh, that, yeah. you don't even have to try with that, no, do you? No, you don't. Um, what else? Deb says, hungry hippos. <laughs> Crikey. That's like a Friday night. <laughs> 8 12 15 on the text let's stop this game stop spoiling our childhood please uh, we're talking about embarrassing parents morning jason i once had a girlfriend uh, call the house uh the, that's a phone anyone under 25 you just have a phone in the house uh, and my mum answered i mouthed tell her i'm not here my mum looked at me sat down on the phone sat down on the phone said down the phone he told me to tell you that he's not here i'll put him on oh that's terrible mother behaviour, yeah, that. Well, you say that, but mum has obviously been in that situation herself That's back in true, the day. Actually, and gone, yeah. you know what? No, I'm not raising a man who does that. Yeah. So I'm on I'm on mum's side in that one. My mum uh, <laughs> really embarrassed me once by asking Christian Slater for his autograph and then telling him that she thought he was really good in Top Gear. Uh, top Gun. Top oh, Gear. Top Gear. That's that even worse. <laughs> top Gear. Yeah. I'm so insulted. <laughs> what? <laughs> Become Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Uh, my dad had a reliant three-wheeler car. When I was running late for college, I begged him for a lift. Instead of dropping me off in the car park around the corner, he insisted on parking outside the front and beeping his horn so my friends and everyone within <laughs> felt like a few miles turned up and saw me exiting what I thought was the most embarrassing vehicle ever. See, there's no way I'd even ask for a lift in that. I would have walked. Again, I'd have just been late. Yeah, I would rather. rather my mum had our first car. I think I was about seven or eight, maybe a bit older. It was a bright yellow Triumph Dolomite. Oh, it was like droppers at the end of the road. <laughs> yeah. Bright yellow as well. It's not even like it blends in, is it? Oh, I just got a flashback of one moment driving into. We went to school in Wally Range, like Moss Side area in South Manchester, and I remember there was a lad in our class, big lad, tough lad. Lovely fella, but like you won't want to get him on, on the wrong side yeah. of him. And fella, who's nine, but you know when you're a kid, and, <laughs> full beard. Yeah, but you know when you sort of so there's, when you're nine, there's like one kid who's got a tash. Yeah. You're like, wow. <laughs> like, and um, I remember what mum driving, and she sort of slowed down for the traffic, but she there was a massive puddle, and she splashed. Just somebody, it just looked like somebody random, but it yeah. was the it was like the toughest kid in school, oh. and we were in a bright yellow car, like. We could only be of one family. Got his moustache wet. Oh, oh it, was, it, was, it was ringing wet, that tash. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> and she was like, well, do you want a lift? Do you want a lift to the rest of the way into school? I'm really sorry. He was like, nah, you're all right. Absolute Radio is our name. Really? Still? I better let Absolute Radio know. Absolute Radio. Kaiser Chiefs on Absolute Radio. This is the Jason Manford Show. Hope you're very well. Hayley Ellis is here this morning. Hi. Uh, recently uh, on tour with Sarah Millican. Yes. Supporting her, so you may have seen her if you saw Sarah on tour. And uh, we're talking this morning about embarrassing parents. I just remembered <laughs> another one. Oh, go on. Went for a, uh, an Italian uh, one evening after a show. Mm. I was playing Manchester and I invited a couple of mates along. And one of those pals, Clang, uh, was Peter Kay. And... Uh, you know, we've been pals for 20 years. And, You're kicking uh, off about the garlic bread in the restaurant. Well, not worse than this. Oh, no, go on. My dad had a couple of pints and secretly had ordered garlic bread. <laughs> Came over oh. and, like, you know when you're in someone's personal space, he sort of like just brought it round the front of him. Garlic bread, oh. anyone? God. 
And I was just sat there like, oh, God. And like, to be fair to Peach, he was like, oh, yeah, very good, very good, very good, very funny. But I could see his eyes were like, just, I'm dead inside. I've not heard that one before. Yeah, exactly. Oh, mortified. That's bad, that. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Embarrassing parents. We'll, we'll, I'm going to keep this going till after 10 because there's some beauties that I've not got round to yet. Um, and f- feel free to stop ruining board games with your mucky sense of humour. <laughs> um, someone's just... T- there is a game called Don't Wake Dad, which... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you've spoiled it. You've Redact- spoiled it. <laughs> Redacted. Redacted! <laughs> Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for all your messages so far of uh, talking about embarrassing parents. Oh my goodness. Some absolute beauties <laughs> were out there this morning. Um, so there was one, this one from uh, Barn, uh, Branwell. He says, uh, Hi, Jason. Here's an embarrassing parent story for you. When I was 14, my mum and I went round to a friend's house as she was also friends with his parents. Uh, it was a hot day and me and my friend went off for a wander, leaving my mum and his parents in the garden. We came back half an hour later to find my mum and his parents sitting in the garden completely naked. Oh, no. Turns out his parents were nudists and my mum had decided just to try it out. Oh, try it out with them. That's what she wanted to do. No they tan just, lines. No tan lines. They just smiled and uh, had a little wave. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. Oh. Mortified. Absolutely mortified. Uh, now, we're going to move on. We're going to move on this morning because uh, my... Um, so my wife is a TV producer. She makes some big telly shows. Uh, Ripper Street. Have you seen that? Yeah. Ripper Street. Uh, Black Mirror for Netflix. Amazing. Oh, yeah. She does proper stuff. It's kind of hard sometimes because obviously she makes like proper like serious drama. And I'm like, so... And then someone's got a massive Donald Trump head. <laughs> <laughs> And they go on a travel later, uh, but we can't call it that because uh, that's redacted. Um, we're talking this morning about this, right, about her TV show. Uh, it's called The Split. It's yes. on BBC One, nine o'clock on a Tuesday, and it's about divorce lawyers and stuff. Before we get into the topic, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, inside information here about this show. It's the last episode this week. So when the show came up and she started talking about it, uh, about going back to work and doing it. I said, all right, that sounds great, yeah. And it's Abby Morgan, who's this fa- fabulous writer, wrote The Suffragette, and great director, producer, who, you know, originally exec producer made Spooks and stuff like that. I thought, great, this sounds great. And I've done a couple of acting bits for, for, for my wife in the past when they've not had the budget to get a proper <laughs> actor in. We need somebody to be killed in the first 10 minutes of Ripper Street. <laughs> well, I'll do it. So there was a uh, in episode one. There was a part of a comedian who was in the middle of a divorce. Now, when I first read this script, this was a few years ago, and uh, I'd just you know finished my divorce, and we were we weren't married then, you know. And uh, but she was telling me about it, and I said, "Oh, that sounds good." But I thought, "I'm not going to say me. I'm not going to say oh, I should I could be that because that's yeah. that's the life I've lived for the last you know years." Thought nothing of it. Just cracked on, cracked on, and. Uh, then it got to the part, then she was sort of, you know, they were they were casting it. She even said to me one day, I'm still not cast this part of a comedian who's uh, in, a, in the middle of a divorce. Can you think of anyone? Can you think of anyone who could play it? I was like, I don't know, Lee Mack, Rob Brydon, maybe one of those boys. Like, just thought, I'm not mentioning myself. How, yeah. how cringy would that be? You need her to give you. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, flash forward another couple of weeks, still not cast it. 
She said, direct, like the director's come with the idea. The director said, why don't you come in and read for this part? All right, <laughs> I said. Went in, read for it. I don't mind telling you, Hayley. Nailed it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the sort of person to show off, but that is, I was like, nailed it. That was a good audition. Come away. Come away. Thinking, oh, did all right there. Did, did, did myself proud. Didn't hear anything. Three weeks. Didn't hear a thing. I live with the producer. Not a thing. My agent rang me. You didn't get the part. She oh. sat in the living room with me. I said, oh, what's this phone call about? She's oh. like, oh, I'm going to go out of the room. Was she just whistling? <laughs> do, do, do. She said, didn't get the part. I said, all right, any feedback? Sometimes when you do an audition, you get feedback off it. They said, yeah, it was really good, but the director just thought you were a bit too nice to play this part. And this guy's, uh, you know, a bit of an ass and uh, not a very nice person. So, And they just didn't believe that you could be a bit of an ass. I was like, well, watch me for the next few weeks. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to be a nightmare to live with. I'm going to be stick, stuck in the dishwasher the wrong way. Yeah, that's me. Anything. Not, just not putting the toilet rolls back on. Yeah, yeah I can. Seat staying up, love. That's me. So I didn't get the part, which, to be fair, it was it was played very well by Matthew Bainton uh, in the in, in the film. But yeah, in the TV show. But this is what's been happening on a week to week basis. The show goes out. It's about divorce lawyers every single week. About divorce lawyers and different divorces and stuff like that. Every single week, we are addicted to going on Twitter <laughs> and reading tweets from divorce lawyers who are like, "Well, that wouldn't happen. Well, that wouldn't happen." You know those people. Well, that was, obviously it's written down. I don't know what their voices are like. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. I imagine is their voice uh, every single time. It's ridiculous. Like to a point where, like, well, not every family lawyer has their own personal life going on in the office. That was one. Um, as if a, a as if a solicitor would talk to the client on the other side without his solicitor being present. I think they think they've set up. CCTV cameras in a lawyer's office. And also, how boring would it be if we actually just shown what actually happened? It's there? the telly. Yeah. It's supposed to be pretend. What, as if you could walk through London in those shoes? That was <laughs> one. one that them? was genuinely one, yeah. They were some of my favourites. Imagine spoiling TV shows or films with reality. Well, I can't watch Matilda, you know. Why is that? Because there's no way that the kid would be able to join a library without two forms of photo ID. Exactly. Old enough. Exactly. Quite right. End. Film, end. Turn it off. Ruining telly or films with reality. We're going to do that for the rest of the show. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. My, uh, my wife's new show, The Split, is on. BBC One at uh, nine o'clock on uh, Tuesdays. It's a set in a lawyer's office, and uh, every week I can't help going on Twitter to follow divorce lawyers and solicitors who are complaining about the reality of it. Well, as if that would happen. As if that would happen. Well, it might not, because uh, it's just drama, mate. So the telly, it's based on that. Mm-hmm. Imagine watching a cop show. Well, as if he's going to put that fellow with a drinking problem with a rookie. I mean, that just <laughs> seems absolutely ridiculous. What, such a dangerous mission on his last day before retirement? <laughs> well, this is going to backfire. <laughs> Fast and the Furious there, found a parking space straight away, never happened. Never happened, no way. What, in a city centre of a major town? I don't no think way. so, mate. Jog on. Kevin Hampsey says, Gremlins. What about Gremlins? One of the rules is owning a Mogwai, uh, of owning Mogwai, so you can't feed them after midnight, right? Well, isn't it always after midnight somewhere? When is it safe to start feeding again? 11.59pm, that's still technically after midnight. And what happens when the clocks go forward? Somebody please shed some light. Well, not sunlight, though. 
No, not Sun Life. Not Sun Life. Like that. <laughs> that's it. That's the end of your Mogwai. <laughs> Graham Ratcliffe, Pingu's dad, always ironing. They don't wear clothes. That's a really good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. There's a lot out there. What about Steph Munro? She, she points out, every rom-com ever. In real life, if a woman says no and you continue to pursue her, follow her and just happen to turn up wherever she is, she isn't going to change her mind, fall in love and live with you happily ever after. She's going to get a restraining order. Exactly. That could happen. That could happen. I couldn't watch Speed, you know. Do you remember the Speed? Can't on the read. bus, going yeah. there fast. Yeah, because yeah. no one that attractive gets on the bus. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Yeah. And two of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're you're quite right. Although I must say, a bus speeding past bus stops is definitely real. That happened, yeah. That was pretty real, yeah. <laughs> got to say, yeah. Also, what they needed was a bus monkey. You know, the bus monkeys like he's the he's always every bus has got a bus monkey. What's that? He's the mate of the driver, and he just hangs at the front <laughs> off one of their monkey bars every time. That's so true. And he always like says hello to you, like almost like he counts counts your change as well when you're getting on. Not like you use actual cash anymore, of course. Uh, Mel Holford says, uh, in Casualty or any other medical drama, they don't perform real CPR. Them chest compressions ain't hard enough to revive anyone. And that is because those people are actors. And yeah. if you did a real one, you would break their ribs. <laughs> I broke the ribs on it. Do you remember they have, the, they have an Annie doll, don't they? Oh, they yeah. practice on it. Yeah, I yeah. broke the ribs on that. Crikey. I'm available for all CPR events. Yeah, let's hope, <laughs> let's hope I don't go down in the middle of the show here. <laughs> That was the wrong phrase. Yeah. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. <laughs> Brain still asleep. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Haley Ellis is my guest this morning. Good morning. Uh, currently on tour with uh, Sarah Milliken, so yeah. you may have seen her out and about. Uh, we hung out in Cardiff, didn't we? A couple yeah. weeks ago. It's good fun, wasn't it? It was. A, it was very nice having breakfast with actual people. Rather than on my own. You stayed in Madonna's room, didn't you? I well? did stay in Madonna's room. Madonna wasn't there. She wasn't. Gossip fans. <laughs> <laughs> she was left. She had left. Uh, but I did stay in uh, a room, not in her room. No. But at the uh, Cardiff Bay Hotel, at the what's it called, the St David's Hotel. She designed a room. Proper diva, that. I know, it? isn't it? She, I mean, what sort of power do you have that you can just go, just go in there and redecorate that room, will you? Want all this from DFS? Yes, I imagine. Unless there was a sale on it. Oh, there is a sale on. I think. Yeah. Go and check if DFS has got a sale on. (laughs) What? Just check if DFS has got a sale on. Madonna, have you? How long have you been in this country now? Five (laughs) minutes. Okay. You'll you'll learn. You'll learn. Eight twelve fifteen. The text this morning. We're talking uh, about ruining ruining telly with reality as um, a host of lawyers and solicitors keep doing. And obviously I'm biased, uh, but to my wife's brilliant new TV show, The Split, available uh, to binge watch uh, on iPlayer, by the way. It's very good. It's absolutely fantastic. I could not recommend it uh, more highly. It's fabulous. Would have been a bit better if you were playing the comedian. In I mean, I've got to tell you, thanks, Hayley. I'm glad you said that because uh, I would hate to say it myself, but yeah, I, I think I probably could have nailed it. But hey... Fine, whatever. Uh, I'm over it. Talking about ruining TV shows, Vicky Goddard says Mary Poppins would never be Ofsted regulated to be a nanny. Oh, so right. Yeah. No way. Why is she giving kids medicine with no prescription or even a note from the parents? I agree. Sugar as well. Sugar. Not allowed that. Spoonful of sugar. Imagine downstairs and you can hear him singing. What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> Spoonful of what? She's got diabetes. You can't be giving her that. <laughs> well, she has now. <laughs> Rob says uh, anything at the end of the world, Walking Dead, Mad Max or anything, where they're still driving cars years later. True. Yeah, I can see that. I can see it. You'd imagine the petrol would have 
started to dry up at some point. Home Alone, she would have been investigated by social services for four films. Four. Yeah, there's no way it'd, you'd have got to Home Alone 2. No. Unless, well, apart, Home Alone 2 would just be the mum yeah. of Home Alone with no kids. Yeah. Because they've all been taken <laughs> off her. She was such a terrible mother. Uh, Kelly says, an episode of Peppa Pig where they went to the zoo. Who decides which animals walk free and talk and which ones should be kept captive? So true. That's a good point. Well made. I'm not going to be able to watch that again now. No, you well, ruined good. it. Yeah, that's that program gone. Uh, somebody says uh, on the text, uh, taking into account that every force has an equal and opposing force, uh, what propels Superman? Ruined. Absolutely ruined. I, I mean, mean, I can't what, even get my brain around that, let alone. I mean, the, the the glasses thing with Clark Kent. Come on. Completely different, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You do that in public, put a pair of glasses on him and just like. And then just walk man. around. Who's that guy? Oh, it's the Eve's sang for the Eurovision for Moldova. <laughs> <laughs> with glasses on. Thomas the Tank Engine, you'd, you'd never get a train with that amount of crashes they gave. The fat controller would be up at the centre for a major inquiry. They'd have been renationalised like the East Coast Railway Lines. You never see a bus replacement on that, do you? Oh, well, you do actually. Oh, to do be you? Fair. Yeah, sorry to. What's to, the bus called? Uh, that, I don't know. I can't remember. But there is a, there is a bus on there, yeah. But, oh, yeah, I'll, sorry I'll, totally, to... I'll still watch that then. <laughs> yeah, do that one. <laughs> Police dramas, when the suspect gets arrested, you'd have to watch the next three episodes of them just waiting in a holding cell to be booked in. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. If, you, if you're going to start ruining telly with reality like these blooming solicitors do with the split, that's what we're going to have to start doing now. You put CSI, you watch episode one, they put something through trying to get some fingerprints back. Episode five before they get the results. That's not what you want. 24, you never used to have a wee. 24 hours. 24 hours, no we, no food, nothing. I mean, not like we want to see that, but that's what these people want. You're messaging your... Spoiling, spoiling telly. Stop spoiling telly with your reality. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Craig here in Coles Hill points out, how come no one in EastEnders has noticed that Danny Dyer runs the local pub? It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Danny... Is that Danny Dyer? It's related to royalty. (laughs) Just a pipe like... Hang on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> also, they still have a laundrette. They no, come on. Yeah, that is always weird, isn't it? Yeah. That is odd. There's somebody else pointed out, uh, Masood uh, in EastEnders, I don't watch it, but Masood, yeah. when he was a postie, he must have had the smallest round ever. Yeah. He just had four <laughs> letters in his hand constantly when on screen. <laughs> just pop home to deal with any family crisis that occurred and not bother going back to work. That's true, and he used to just hand them direct to the characters as yeah, well. Yeah, they are. That'll be you. <laughs> Uh, in uh, in Corrie, a few people pointing out that the houses are all tiny terraced houses, but inside, ten adults, four kids seem to live <laughs> absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're spacious. Like that, the Tardis. that must be it. That must be it. Eight, twelve, fifteen on the text this morning. Ruin a, a film or a TV show with reality. Uh, Simon in uh, Cornwall says, "How come in Star Trek they can beam down to any planet or spacecraft in seconds?" Yet they still use a lift to get to the bridge or other parts of the Enterprise. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's a good point well made. And also, why are they in the spaceship if they can just transport themselves anywhere? Well, oh, crikey, I mean, we're getting into I can't all watch sorts. it. It's just ruining everything. We're getting me. into all sorts of technical moments here, aren't we? We've got a few here coming through. Uh, we, I, liked, um, uh, I like this one from... Uh, where's he bumming gone? Uh, oh, Nick Hulston says, in Toy Story, Buzz thinks he's a, a, a real spaceman. Why does he still go still when humans are about? That's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's all here. Stop oh. ruining telly and films with your reality, okay? 8, 12, 15 on the text. We've got 20 minutes uh, to talk about it. Still got an egg cup to give away. 
get like, get out of town. I know. I've still got a Jason Manford Egg Cup to give away. I probably should have mentioned that in the first two hours 40 of my show, but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Where real music matters. Your heart is about to just split. Oh no! In two, right? So a friend of mine sent us a video uh, on uh, on YouTube yesterday. It's not been seen by that many people yet, but I've got a feeling this is going to be viral by the end of probably by the end of tomorrow once people get into work. So this was posted by uh, an Ashley Brown. She says, "As I was making dinner, she's over in, up in Belfast." As I was making dinner, she says, uh, Lola, her little daughter, five or something, uh, has asked, Mum, is my dress for Meghan's wedding in London or are we going to pick it up on the way to the airport? Princess, of course, the the royal wedding from last week. Uh, That's when I realised, Ashley says, that she believed she was actually going to the royal wedding. My heart is broken, her wee heart is broken that she's not going. This is some of the footage. I've, you've, I'll post this video online shortly. Honestly, it will break your heart, this little girl. What do I trying to understand. No, you have to be invited to go to the royal wedding. You just can't go because you want to. You have to be invited. Well, Jason, and you said, no, you're not going. Still a little bit of cooking there. That's what that noise is. Bubble, bubble, boiling trouble. Wait for this. This little girl is just staring into space. Does it have to stand today or does it say tomorrow? No, the wedding's tomorrow. A lot of whiskey. (laughs) No love. Joking me. Why did you think you were going to the royal wedding? Why did you think that? School looking forward to it, and you said I'm going. Oh, you never said you were going. I said your school was having a royal wedding tea party. Oh, well, am I not going? Come on. The Megan's wedding. 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 You have to be a princess or a prince to go to the royal wedding. But am I not a real princess? Oh, double blow. You're mine and daddy's real princess. You're, Let you're, go to the wedding. Let go. You weren't invited, love. Oh. I don't know what you mean. Oh, bless her. You go to the royal wedding, Lola. You know some people... She's, she's a that was right. She was so. Yeah, she's she was saying if she knew. Him. Know you. That's probably just why uh-huh. she didn't invite you. Yeah. That's yeah, the that's reason. That's why. Re- Do you know yeah, what? But she knows everybody else in our school. I don't, she probably can't know anybody, but she can know some people. <laughs> she's trying to work it out. The red. Yeah, but I don't think she knows anybody in your school, love. I'd be worried if she did, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, it's heartbreaking. You know what? It must have broke her heart when she watched that and seen James Blunt and David Beckham there. Hang on a minute. Oh. James Corden's there <laughs> and I'm not been invited. How come Corden's there? He's not royalty or a prince. Getting really angry about it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she broke my heart, that little that video. I know, I can't believe my friend sent it me. I've watched it about 12 times already. I hope that breakfast she was making was worth it as well. I'm starving now. <laughs>
music matters. Uh, you can catch uh, the episode of Mrs. Brown's Boys that me and my mum were on uh, on the BBC iPlayer. And uh, thanks for all the other messages uh, of ruining a TV show uh, after my uh, wife's show, the, the Split, which is on. Uh, Tuesday's nine o'clock, the uh, the last episode this week. Uh, quick, before we go, yes. you're going to the Edinburgh Festival. I am. I'm from there from the 2nd to the 26th, bar the 13th. Oof, the full slog. Full slog, mate. Uh, my show's called Once, Twice, Three Times a Hayley, eh? Nice. I do hey. love a pun. Yeah. It's up there with Manford All Seasons. <laughs> it's up there. Uh, and what's your show about? Uh, my granddad has an allotment and he races pigeons and it's about when I'm one in. of his pigeons flew off course and I had to go and collect it. So what's it called? <laughs> Once, twice, three times daily. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was something to do. I thought it is pigeon... pigeon related, but then I thought that's not going to drag them in in the hordes, is it? If oh, I call I it pigeon girl. You know what I mean? I, I thought you had a. I thought you had a pigeon title. I, thought, I could have I... called it a bird for all seasons. Oh. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. What's, what's the wrong with the pigeon though? There was something. You yeah, told it's, me it's about pi- pigeons. But you told I, me about the pigeon. It's yeah, very funny. But I didn't put it in the title because I thought no one's yeah, going to no watch be like, that. Yeah, that's true. No, you've done the right thing. You've Thanks, done the Chris. right thing. It's a catchy title, even though you had to tell me twice. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Please come. Oh, God. What have I done? So you can find... No, it's a great title. You can find out more details at www.hayleyellis.com. Okay. And you can follow Hayley on uh, Twitter and social media at... Uh, at Hales underscore Ellis. There you go. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm off. I've got. I'm at the Kilkenny Comedy Festival in Ireland next weekend. So if you're around and you like comedy and drinking, that's the place to be. And invite that little girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's got to come all the way down. So long. Yeah. She can. I'm more than welcome. She can yeah. come down. But it's a, it's a fair. It's a fair drive. To be fair. Uh, don't forget that only a week to go until Dave Berry starts the new Absolute Radio breakfast show. Uh, so one week left till we find out what is going to be happening every single morning on Absolute Radio. Ben Burrell up next after 11 o'clock. You've got Pete Donaldson after two and the Absolute Radio request show with Claire Sturgis from six o'clock this evening. Have a wonderful day and I will see you live from Kilkenny next Sunday. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.